Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning into our podcast, Camp Rock. I'm here with my good friend, Matilda Hurl. Hi, I'm Matilda. I'm also here with Leela Antel. We're here to talk about how moving affects your mental health. Moving is very common among teens and kids. In fact, around 10% of kids move each year. So I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this subject. So some of the different mental health effects that moving can have on teens is a lot to do with change. This is a topic that we've been looking into and how the stress that can be caused with change is connected to moving. This idea of change is very common and we see this sort of like pattern um, in cases of moving. You can change like your relationships, um, you can lose people that you're friends with or family members, um, you have to like suddenly adjust to a new environment and try to build new relationships and fit into a new social environment, as well as changing your academic status, which moving schools can be very difficult because of various kinds of testing and trying to keep up with the curriculum. Leela, what are your opinions on moving? I agree. I saw a lot that kids who move feel very isolated and that at like such a young age, even if you are a teenager in high school, it's still pretty early to just have like your whole life change. Yeah. Even if you're just moving between states or something, you're in a new house, you have new teachers, new people surround you, mm-hmm. and it can make people feel very isolated and disconnected and as if their old life is being erased and like they don't have a new life yeah because it is a very vulnerable time because like being a teenager in and of itself can be very like trying on someone just because of social aspects and school can like a lot of pressure so adding that kind of like drastic change in the middle of all of that can really add to the like pressure and effects of moving Yeah, and I also found that um, kids who move are obviously more likely to experience mental health issues and people who move more often or the farther they move are more likely to experience it and have more severe symptoms and effects of it, which is pretty interesting. Okay, yeah, because um, I remember reading an article um, about how... Um, getting help can really impact your mental health if you're moving. Um, Like, the article gave an example. Um, In military families, a lot of the time, they will have more mental health support, either with therapy or other, like, counseling accesses, because um, sometimes it's supported by the military, or people recognize that being in a like military family can be very trying, so they try their hardest to get them help. And it is a very difficult thing to go through, moving around all the time, um, not always having your family member there. Um, But we noticed how um, getting that help and getting that access to therapy and counseling really decreased um, the rate of like mental health problems compared to those who might have had like quote unquote typical moving cases, but they like weren't as seen and so they didn't get the help that they needed and that can really drastically increase mental health um, issues. That's an interesting point you made because I agree that when 
it comes with the whole conversation of whose issues are bigger. And I think that when it boils down to mental health, there's no issue bigger than someone else's because yeah. the issues that one person is dealing with is the worst that they are experiencing. Exactly. And that it can be very hard for people who don't speak up or say the issues they're having because it's very hard to help them. Exactly. And, um, you know, every person is different. And that's why, um, I mean, we really encourage you if you feel like you are struggling, that you do reach out and try to get help because every person is different. Um, and if you're struggling, then that is like perfectly valid. A lot of the times I think people tell themselves, oh, you know, I only switch schools. Like that's not a big deal. I shouldn't be struggling this much. People deal with much worse. But really it's all about individual people and how they adjust to a situation and you can't control that. If you are struggling, we do encourage you to get help when you can. Another topic that we also saw for immigration cases uh, language barriers, which can be very socially isolating, a real struggle to adjust to new environments when you don't even speak the same language. And it can take a while for you to fully um, like adapt and like learn the language. And that can be a long period of isolation. Um, Lila, you're Hungarian. I believe that you dealt with a language barrier when you moved here, correct? Yeah. It's hard having a language barrier because you can't understand other people and other people can't understand you. And even if you're in a situation where you could understand the other language, but you can't speak it yourself, then you're almost in the same spot as if you couldn't because it's very hard to communicate even with just understanding. And not only is language barrier hard when it comes to speaking, but you have to learn how to write well, you have to learn how to understand because have a native language, you use a lot of slang terms and other type of language that may be kind of foreign to somebody who's just learning that language in school. And that's why it takes a little bit to adapt and people speak faster, so. Because it's not just the language barrier, it's a whole like cultural shift. I think you don't notice it as much when you're not in the situation, but like different countries can have very different ways that they work and like cultural impacts and things like that. Yeah, and moving from, like, if you move countries, then there's a whole cultural shock, as you were saying. Or if you're moving from one place, then you move back, then there's the cultural reshock. Exactly, and that can really kind of build with the, like, isolation idea with people from all over the world, and they can be, like, really, really, like, devastatingly impactful on your mental health as you're growing up like I know for example a family friend of ours she lived in India she was escaping during like the rise of the Taliban and she moved to England but prejudice and like racism that she experienced there was really devastating and it made like she says that the transition was so much more difficult because so many people looked down on her and like were uncomfortable with her and didn't want to spend time with her and on top of having language barrier, on top of like changing your entire social academic environment, like moving to a new place that just refuses to accept you adds a whole other layer of like change and once again, which impact which impacts your mental health drastically. Right. Because our friends help us get through trying time, my friends really helped me get through COVID because although we were all really isolated just having contact with them and being able to speak with them and everything really helps calm a situation so when you're going through 
such a trying experience already, but then you don't have access like to communicate your friends and you feel like you're losing your friends, that like together make it incredibly difficult. Yeah. And it's just human nature to want social interaction, even if there's a difference between like introverts, extroverts, ambiverts, no matter what you are, it's just having somebody is very important to help you get through issues. Mm. Um, how did you feel moving from England? Did you keep contact with your other friends? Um, yeah, I do. I don't keep in contact with everyone, obviously, but like my close um, family friends were still keeping contact and everything, which um, I think does help um, help you still feel connected to where you're from. Um, but I remember I was always like a like horrifyingly shy kid. Like I would never speak to strangers. Like I I was friends with like our family friends that I had known since I was born and that was it. Like I wouldn't talk to anyone else because I was terrified of everyone else. So then obviously moving um, as such a shy kid and being be thrown into a new social environment where it's like, okay, we have such a long summer vacation here, which isn't in England. We have like six weeks compared to 10 weeks. But anyway, um, my parents were like, okay, you have, because I moved here um, towards the end of the year. And my parents sent me to school. They're like, okay, you have two weeks to make friends or you have to spend the summer with us. But I think everyone here was really welcoming. I think partially people were just like, oh my God, she speaks funny. What is she doing here? I think just having people that wanted to speak to me and wanted to get to know me really, really helped with that adjustment. So people here, um, I have some re like my really close and dear friends, um, but I also have my childhood friends in England, like I said, that I've, like, I've known since I was born. So it's kind of like this whole two kind of worlds that are separated, like really familiar with these two different places around the world, which I think personally can be pretty cool and that can be a positive outcome of moving. What do you think, Lula? Yeah, I agree. I think that once you've moved and you feel comfortable where you are, I think it's a way to look at it as you have two homes or two places yeah. now instead of nothing. Um, because I know that the highest age that um, kids move is like before the age of six because I assume parents are like, okay, if we're gonna move, we better do it now before everyone like settles here. It's an interesting fact how you said that parents normally have move before the age of six because I think in their mind, they're young enough, we can move without it really being that big of an effect. Yeah. When in reality, it's completely different for the two sides because their parents, they've lived a life, they understand, they're more aware of their surroundings. Exactly. But a young child, they might not be settled in where they are, but once you move them, I feel they'll definitely realize they're somewhere else. And since they're not so aware of their surroundings, especially if you're a baby, like a small toddler or a small child, you just can't make out what's different. Overall, I feel that you're right, everyone's experiences are different and it has a big impact on the support. Once again, it's very important to seek out help yourself if you feel yourself struggling.
important. And if you know someone who just moved, reach out, um, help them out, make sure that everyone's like feels comfortable. It's really important for people to make friends in the like the window of the first month of them moving because those are normally the hardest. It's all about like developing that support system. And if you can't be that support system, you can always reach out to a trusted adult to be there for them. It's just important that we're all there for each other. And you're also there for yourself. That's a big part of it. And it's not anything to be ashamed of or worried about. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Yeah, the HVRSD podcast has loads of other topics that our class has done, so you should definitely go check those out. But yeah, we hope that you learned a little bit. Uh, We hope that you can connect to it a little bit. All right, bye. bye.